1: Last month, after a number of legal setbacks in the courts, President Trump issued a third version of his travel ban. Many legal commentators have said they think this version of the president's order has a better chance of surviving litigation than the previous orders did. But yesterday, two federal judges, one in Hawaii and one in Maryland, issued nationwide orders preventing enforcement of this third version of the ban. So the legal fight is clearly not over. Here to talk with us about yesterday's rulings is Eric Larson a Bloomberg News legal reporter. Eric, you've been following this for quite some time now, uh, and judges often yeah. have different... Uh, they've had, some of the judges who've looked at this over the, over the months have had different views on why there were problems or not with the order. What did these two judges say in, in issuing injunctions?
2: Uh, well, we're seeing a, certainly a little bit of a, uh, of a pattern here. Uh, where regardless of uh, whatever changes uh, the Trump administration makes to these orders, they continue to be flawed in the eyes of these judges in various ways. So uh, the first order that came out was from Hawaii, and the judge there found that uh, it, that the third travel ban still violates the Immigration and Nationality Act because it discriminates against uh, individuals based on their nationality. Pretty uh, straightforward. Uh, and then the next ruling from Maryland I came to a similar conclusion, but also added again that Trump's comments about Muslims during the campaign and after the election suggested that there was more to this travel ban than just straight security interest. that it was really more of a Muslim ban, which is what he had said he wanted during the campaign. So those words still coming back to haunt him all these months later, no matter what they seem to be doing, to uh, the actual wording of the travel ban to appease uh, lawyers.
0: Eric, tell us how the judge in Hawaii found that the administration didn't show a link between a person's nationality and the threat that he or she posed, even though the administration tried to do that with showing how that particular country would cooperate or not and other factors such as that.
2: Well, one one thing that the judge had pointed out was some inconsistencies in the way that the ban was applied to different countries, noting that, uh, for example, some uh, immigrant visas would be denied, but students would not be denied, and things like that, where uh, the, the judge pointed out, well, if this everyone in this country is deemed to be a potential threat, then why would you let anyone come in from the country, whether they were students or not? They just pointed out various inconsistencies like that, and uh, again, pointing out that to to ban everyone from these countries would essentially be 150 million people and the judge just said you can't show that uh, that that is actually a benefit to the United States. Um, Another judge pointed out the argument that was made that uh, no one from these countries has carried out a terror attack on U.S. soil in 40 years um, and that some other countries that are not on the ban also have problems with sharing information uh, in immigration and they, they cited Belgium as an example. So um, it's It's just some inconsistencies uh, according to the judges
1: Eric the judge in Hawaii um, seems to have wanted to see assessments by the Department of Homeland Security that would have backed up the administration's security arguments here. What happened on that in that regard?
2: uh the judge had asked to see them and uh, they said no they they didn't want uh, they they were essentially secret, and the assessments were, were not shared, um, they wanted to, I, I think they wanted the judge to take their word for it. Then, um, again, that sort of leaves it to the judge to uh, come up to the, make his own conclusions at this early stage. Uh, you know, it is a temporary order, and uh, the case is clearly, has there hasn't been any trial or merits considered yet. So,
0: so, Eric, what is the Justice Department's response to these orders?
2: Uh, the Justice Department has uh, indicated that they will appeal. Uh, not, not terribly surprising. The, the White House also says they're confident that they will prevail if it ever reaches the Supreme Court. Uh, so they're uh, defiant against uh, the judges, and they have vowed to keep fighting. Um, and it, it remains to be seen uh, what will happen once we get a, a full trial on on these allegations.
1: Well, speaking of that, kind of on timing, Eric, what you know, what kind of timing can we expect? This has been going on for a while. It's obviously a high priority for the Trump administration, and they're raising serious questions about national security here that have to be considered. How you know, what's going to happen in a reasonable period of time? Are the courts going to be hearing these cases more quickly?
2: Uh, it's hard to say, because the previous executive orders were over a temporary travel ban, and they were only supposed to be 90 days. Uh, this is, this doesn't have that sort of limitation, so there may actually not be as much uh, reason for the judges to rush it. Um, I'm sure that both sides would be happy to have it case rushed, though, to uh, some sort of conclusion. Uh, but as far as uh, justifying a sort of emergency hearings and things like that.
1: We're talking with Bloomberg, uh, legal, Bloomberg News legal reporter Eric Larson about the latest legal rulings, court orders against President Trump's third version of his travel ban. Two judges, one in Maryland and one in Hawaii, have now issued nationwide orders preventing enforcement of the ban, which was about to go into effect uh, when the judges ruled. Uh, they've ruled that it impermissibly discriminates on by nationality or by religion, and uh, the legal fight over the bans will continue. Eric, uh, the judge in Maryland seemed to make a fair amount out of the way the president's tweeted about the subject of the travel ban and why he believes it's needed. How much impact did the president's tweets have in these cases?
2: Um, it's had a lot of impact. I think it's probably made all of the difference. Uh, to be honest, especially with the, the first and second versions of the travel ban, uh, because those uh, those rollouts were also a little bit flawed and and had other problems with them. Whereas this one was supposed to be pretty watertight. But these comments and these tweets uh, remain. And the judge in Maryland uh, highlighted you know several of them in, in his ruling issuing this temporary restraining order against the ban. Um, you know, including one from uh, December 2015 when he put a statement on his campaign website saying his statement on preventing Muslim immigration, uh, which pretty clearly spells out a desire to stop people from a, of a particular religion from entering the country. Um, and then a few months later, in a Fox Business interview, he pointed out, uh, and quote, we're having problems with the Muslims, and we're having problems with Muslims coming into the country, unquote. So uh, he made some statements like that, that there's really nothing you can do to dress those up. And uh, all these You know, a couple of years later, here they are being quoted in this ruling yesterday. So, um, And then the judge also noted that the addition of North Korea and Venezuela, obviously not Muslim-majority countries, the judge said, does not persuasively show a lack of religious purpose behind the proclamation. So clearly these are uh, serious problems that that I'm sure will follow him to the Supreme Court.
0: Eric, how could this constitutional confrontation that will— most likely reach the Supreme Court define the powers of the presidency
2: uh, well it's a, it's a pretty uh, specific area of, of power whether whether or not uh, the president has complete authority over who uh, which immigrants can and cannot enter the country um, the power is is pretty broad and I think that the judges have uh, have always uh, agreed with that, but there are, are limits. Um, you know, one of the judges yesterday, the one in Hawaii, said that the, the federal laws do not give, uh, do not give the president uh, unbridled discretion to do as he pleases, exactly the way he phrased it. So, uh, but there are, you know, Trump's supporters say that he basically has a blank check to do whatever he wants with immigration. And uh, this question really hasn't come into focus in quite this way until now. So the Supreme Court weighing in will will surely have an impact on future presidencies in regards to immigration.
1: Well, Eric, you know, let, let's talk about the, the path we might be on here. The Supreme Court kicked back one of the cases to the, to the lower, uh, dismissed one of the cases that was pending before it about the previous travel ban. Um, I guess, uh, you know, one can speculate on the grounds that they figured we might as well let the lower courts... Look at this third travel ban. Before we we actually address this thing, um, do you is are the lower courts the trial courts that have ruled here? Are they likely to hold trials or some kind of motion practice now, or is it more likely to go up to appeals courts right away?
2: That is a, that's a great question. I think that a lot of the urgency from the previous uh, executive order legal challenges r- were because of uh, the bans were you know, had these these 90-day time limits, and there was a a sense of real urgency. I don't know if that same amount of urgency is here now. I think it's really going to be up to the courts to decide how much this is in the public interest, and they very likely may want to rush these uh, for just that reason. But clearly, you know, it seems like the public and maybe the government and the challengers want to have um, these cases advance a a little bit more um, because I don't see either side really giving up.
0: Eric, did you sense any sort of sarcasm in Judge Watson's opinion? He said, "Professional athletes mirror the federal government in this respect. They operate within a set of rules, and when one among them forsakes those rules in favor of his own, problems ensue."
2: Yeah, I, <laughs> I think that clearly seemed sarcastic. If I remember correctly, that was the first paragraph in in his uh, his order. Um, a, I wasn't quite sure what he was making a reference to, you know, recently Trump has had some, uh, some issues with the NFL, for example, you know, I don't know if he was trying to make a, a reference to that. Um, but uh, clearly judge Watson has been deeply involved in, uh, in this, uh, this issue from the beginning. And, uh, I think, you know, he knows what the president's view of him is and. uh, I think he clearly was sending a message with that, um, and sarcasm was surely part of it.
1: Well, Eric, in about 30 seconds or so, you know, the, um, the, the advocates keep winning, but when it got to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court kind of gave the Trump administration a limited win and let the ban go into effect on a limited basis. How confident are immigration advocates that they're going to be able to win this legal fight?
2: They're very confident. I've, every All these various groups, including the ACLU and different Muslim and Islamic groups, uh, they believe that once they get down to the nitty-gritty of the merits of the case and really delve into uh, the constitutional powers and uh, the Establishment Clause of the Constitution and, and what was really behind, uh, you know, the, if, if the motivation was national security or anti-Muslim bias, uh, that they could prevail, uh, that's what they, they, they believe they'll prevail, and of course the DOJ says the same thing, so.
1: Well, our thanks to Eric, Bloomberg News reporter Eric Larson. More to come on this one, that's for sure, as the cases wind their way through the courts. Coming up on Bloomberg Law, more than 20 states and cities are urging the D.C. Circuit to decide a case about the legality of the Clean Power Plan in the hope that it'll stop the Trump administration from repealing it, at least from repealing it quickly. That's coming up straight ahead on Bloomberg Law. This is Bloomberg.